Hi guys, this is the podcast for uh, the Mystic and the Healer. I'm Nicole Mann with Manzanita Mystic, and we have Katie Blackwell with Shadowwork Portraits. And she is the Healer, and I am the Mystic in the Mystic and the Healer together. <laughs> so how you doing, say, <laughs> Katie? Well, I am doing better now. It Yay. didn't start off great, but you yeah. were super helpful. Thank you. So, and we were off... what? Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to talk over you. (laughs) That is fine. I started off, um, I've had a a migraine for, this is the third day, which is fairly normal. And I've been trying to figure out more ways how to deal with them and see more my own shadow work of kind of what, where in my body this is coming from. I've had them since I was eight. So I... I was having a slightly rough morning, the kind where you're just kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all these tools in my my mindful my mindfulness. Tool yeah, mindful my toolbox. Life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes they just it's a little too hard to open up that toolbox. So I was able to call on my friend Nicole here, hey. and <laughs> and I was like, Nicole, read cards, and she goes, okay. And um, that was very, very helpful just to open up that toolbox. So I kind of. And was it was kind of funny. Like yeah, you had a lot of questions I was surprised about. Well, it's not bad. You know, I love questions. Um, so like that sluggishness is sometimes like when we have like, I almost thought that you had a little bit of information overload today that you had a lot of questions just kind of ruminating and you didn't really have like an answer yet which is fine because it's kind of what 2020 is all about right now but it's sometimes we can kind of feel a little sluggish if we don't know like what the answer is going to be a little bit too right or no yeah yeah so but and, and sometimes they just kind of you know if, if we're all about flow and energy then mm-hmm. um, sometimes those things block block the flow and it helps to have somebody yeah. else look at them and, yeah and tell you to shut up and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's, that's definitely mean you do that very well together. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, so let's get into our meditation first, Katie. Let's get into our meditation, then we'll get into our transits, and then we'll go into shadow work, our favorite subject today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. All right, so go ahead and get us started. So I just wanted to do a quick one talking about releasing stuff. I thought that would be oh, that's great. appropriate. Mm-hmm. So first, we're just going to quickly ground so think of your butt going all the way down into the ground and your head going all the way up to the sky and there's a line that goes from the top all the way down like a big tunnel and through that is just pure white energy on a very fast highway through pushing out all the gunk and filling all the little areas that maybe are stuck or need a little help getting whistled out. And just imagine now that it's that whole waterfall just flowing down over you and into you and everywhere. And everything just keeps going down. And as that pure, beautiful light comes down and washes over you, it's kind of like a shower where all that dirt and gunk goes into the earth. And let it transmute there and just turn into good nutrients for all the other things around you. So allowing all the toxic things to, to go is a part of, of letting that energy flow more freely, which is the goal. We always want to flow. And whether we want to or not, we're going to. But it's up to us sometimes if we want it to go smoothly or if we want to get stuck on stuff. And just like a river, if you get stuck, the water's going to find a way to go through. It might just be a lot harder and take a lot longer. So we want to make it easier for ourselves. So um, today, I'm going to say, and you can say it with me in your head or whatever you want. Today, I release toxic thoughts and emotions, unhealthy environments, unfruitful relationships, thoughts of revenge and unforgiveness, thoughts of envy and strife, 
Negative words I spoke about others. Negative words I have about myself. I let it go today, right now, and I live a life filled with love, peace, and freedom. I release resistance. My day flows with ease. And let it just go. Feel it. Always give yourself some love. And then let it go. All right. That felt nice. I feel better. I feel great. All right. Um, now I'm all sleepy, <laughs> which is good. Um, so today is the 10th. Um, and our, and I know one of your favorite numbers, and it was just 1111 11 on our little recording. I just saw it. Tomorrow's 1111. 11. It's a magical number. But with some of the transits I wanted to bring up, um, so today, Mercury, he is going into Scorpio today. So there's going to be some communication intensities. And then uh, Mercury doesn't really like being in Scorpio because he is an air sign. And um, Mercury is an air sign and Scorpio is a water sign, surprisingly. Um, people don't realize that. Um, and it's ruled by two, two planets. It's ruled by Pluto and Mars. Um, so two of the most destructive planets together. That's probably why Scorpio has that, like, what is it? The bad rap for being, like, the most destructive planet or whatever. Very death-oriented. Because there's a lot of death around Scorpio. But there's also transformation around that one as well. Because there's, whenever there's death, there's, there's also life as well. So mm-hmm. when it comes to – I was just reading um, a little bit about the transits. Um, so, yeah, like my book said <laughs> – I was had to read. I do know what it is, but sometimes the book just kind of explains a little bit more. Um, with this Mercury being in um, in in Scorpio, he doesn't like being there because air and water don't usually like to be together. Um, so maybe even like having a little bit of a, it's gonna taking on a little bit of like dark darker thoughts are gonna be happening. Like not, I'm not saying like like suicidal thoughts or something like that, but you're just gonna be taking on a more intense role I guess in a way like I don't know how else to describe it but it's going to be like a more intense thinking process uh, a lot of things getting done getting hashed out and it's going to be like this for the rest of the month honestly because Venus is going to be going into Scorpio and we'll talk about that later but it's all about and depending on where your chart is it could be depending on your partner's money it could be looking at your money um, it could be looking at the cult so people can have way more intuition right now um, especially if they're really really um, strong Scorpios um, what else? So we could be seeing a lot more ghosts, surprisingly, because that's what I said with the the thinning, the failing, the thinning of the veil. It's still not. It's still super thin because of the planets. Like we have Mercury going into Scorpio right now, which the the veil should be kind of sort of thinning, but it's really not. It's not going to end until like like probably the end of 2020. This veil. So if you guys are seeing some stuff, so don't worry too much about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it's like I've been seeing stuff out of the corner of my eye. So. Like every five beds, kind of normal, but just even more than usual. And then, so I know there's going to be kind of a revengey kind of a vibe happening. Um, I know I even took not a revenge, but like if you have some, like unfinished business, then you'll want to finish that business in a way. Like sounds so like dead, but it's like that's kind of how it works. Like if you have like unfinished business with someone, that then you'll probably want to. But that's whether if but you handle it if it's good for you or not, if it's for your highest good or not. Um, like with my situation, I have stuff that is not finished with other people, but it should be just kind of kept alone for right now for a while, for a while. Mm-hmm. So that's just who, where I'm at, but it depends on where you are in your journey. If you're going to, um, if it's time for you to deal with it or not, which 2020 has been a good like year for dealing with stuff or having to deal with stuff when we didn't want to deal with it. But that's true. I digress. Yeah. And then also we have the new moon happening in Scorpio as well. And this is, this is where I'm going to actually go into with this Mercury and also the new moon on the 14th in Scorpio. And the fact that we have Venus going into Scorpio, a lot of Scorpio energy. So we're going into shadow work, (laughs) lots and lots of shadow work, lots of shadow work. And I've been seeing a lot of like Facebook groups that people have been really researching shadow groups for like the last month or so, or even longer than that, honestly, like two months. So this is a, this has been a, a thing that, a theme that everybody's been hanging out with and Katie knows shadow work portraits of shadow work portraits knows shadow work very well. And she's really good with shadows and dealing with people's shadows and she's dealt with her own shadows and go ahead, Kaylee, Katie. I just called you Kaylee. Call me I, don't Kaylee. Know why. I didn't mean to Katie. Go ahead. My, my tease went silent for a second. <laughs> yes, okay. um, so yeah, shadow work is a, is an interesting thing. And so I think I talked about this a little bit last time, but um my my art company name is shadow work portraits and 
that is a very appropriate name because mm-hmm. when I am painting somebody, I try to, or I don't try to, I just end up painting more than what's in the image. So I'll get a lot of people that go, wow, that's really just the essence of that person or that's like absolutely captures like the feeling of them. And, and mm-hmm. I think that is a part of my, my gift, I guess, but it's, yeah, definitely it's is. like some, some x-ray goggles a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And something that we all can do. And I, Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I found it really helpful in my own kind of life journey, um, especially as I've gotten older and am able to see what the shadows are. Um, so first, let me just kind of explain what um, what it is, right? So Carl Jung um, coined the phrase shadow self. That was in the 70s. And it, he's a psychologist who was trying to explain a side of ourselves that we do not see um, and really how we are not able to be our full authentic self without understanding the dark side of the moon of us. You know, mm-hmm. it's behind us. We physically cannot see it. So we have to look at the negative space sometimes to find it. But in order to appreciate ourselves fully, we have to also accept those parts of us that either we don't want to see or we cannot see. I think one of my favorite quotes from him is how um, something about a tree, the branches can't reach up to the heavens without the roots going down to hell. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... I think I've heard that before. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So... I love it. <laughs> a lot of what I think as a, a grown-up and me, is anybody really a grown-up? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we just feel like we're just older and young bodies. I think that's how it works still. Yeah. I think nobody really told us that. Yeah. I'm going to go with it's just it It hurts more when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. So, I didn't know it was actually from. He's a psychologist. You said? Yeah. Because I thought it was all about the new age stuff. I had no idea even somebody like I. I know that a lot of the stuff kind of stems from like psychology stuff, but I didn't know like there was an actual name for it, like a name that actually found a guy that actually found that name, Shadow Shadow Self. I think that's amazing. Do you know when he did like his like when he found? I think that? it was in the nineteen seventies when he wrote his paper about this and it became more famous. Um, So he has some quotes that are like, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to better understand ourselves. Mm -hmm. And man, is that true? So the easiest way to jump into, into shadow work is Uh looking at what pisses you off. Yeah, that's seriously the easiest like form of shadow work, honestly. Yeah. Observation. observation, observation. Yeah, that's what they would psychologists call. Psychologists would call it observing, observing your feelings and your emotions, <laughs> <laughs> which is really good. Like it's it's hard to do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me see. I was trying to find. Um, hold on, put this out. 1930s. Okay. I just thought that literally, I thought that like the whole shadow work thing literally came from like the new age stuff, honestly. Mm. I don't know. I think it's awesome that there's actually a name I can actually look him up now. This is so cool. Yeah. He, interestingly, I was very into one of his books in middle school. Maybe it was early high school for no reason. That makes sense with your paintings and stuff, honestly. I, I think it was him. It, it actually had to do with um, like astro projection. Shut up. I'm going to have to look him up now. Um, and all about awesome. like, quantum physics. <laughs> and um, and these are the, the types of things that as I was a little bit older, I kind of blocked out that that was even interesting to me. 
but there mm-hmm. was a time. There's another scientist that is like that, that does quantum stuff. He's, he's in this generation. I don't forgot what his name is, but he believes in aliens. He believes in like everything. I'm not joking. And he's like the smartest guy on the planet. And he sounds just like this guy. Like, I know it's a different guy, but he deals with like, like the, he like explains the universe and stuff like that. And the way like, I don't know. He just, I don't know. He explains it in such a modern way. I don't know how else to describe it. It almost sounds like they would have been no, best I friends. I think I'm thinking <laughs> of him, his, him instead of Carl Jung. Carl. You don't, am I, am I yeah. talking about the same person then? He's awesome. I don't, what's his, I, I, there's, he has a name and he's a scientist. He's like a scientist, but he also does like, he does like meditation retreats now. And he's not like super, super famous. Like I'm surprised, but he actually, I think he's even said that he doesn't want to be super famous because he's afraid that like something's going to happen. I think the first, like, the, hold on, wait, I'm going to look yeah. it up. We can always cut this up. Science. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Fuck. What's his name? Astro- wait, okay. Quantum physics. Okay. I'm going to just read this part. So this is about Carl oh. Jung and it said, um, I think he wrote this in the 40s or the 30s. Like, it was in a very difficult time in the world. Um, that was a depression, right? On the, the, the Great Depression? The Great Depression and World War II. Young believed that the psyche has a natural and innate urge towards wholeness. So, a sense of completeness is achieved through a union of consciousness with the unconscious contents of the mind. Out of this union arises the transcendent function of psyche, which for a woman, his highest goal, the full realization mm-hmm. of the potential of his individual self. The craving for the wholeness is the real open. And that, yeah. Yeah, and that goes off of, uh, I forgot the art, the book, have you heard of A Course in Miracles? Uh, yes, I've heard of it. Have you heard of that one? Yeah, I have, I have it, and I've only written, like, two pages, but it's very much like that. Like, it's very, like, on the same subject, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's way more woohoo than how, like, Carl Jung's saying it, but it's, like, the same concept of, like, absorbing, like, the unconscious into your conscious, and, like, when we have that, like, I had, I don't know, I heard someone else that, someone that can control their emotions is like a full person. I don't know how else to say it, but that's also like our subconscious as well. Cause that's our emotions and the moon, you know what I'm saying? The moon and our emotions and there's uncovering. If you think of the tarot card, the moon, there's a lot of like hidden things that we don't know about yeah. like the dark side of the moon. Um, so I don't know where I was going with that, but I totally lost my Wait, subject. Do you know but, Deepak um, Chopra? Is that who you were talking about? Yes, that was, I think that's it. Yeah. That's exactly okay. what I'm talking about. Yep. Deepak yeah, Chopra. Chakra. But yeah, he, he wrote, no, nobody does how to say his name. Don't worry about it. Um, so he, yeah, he has, but that's literally exactly like you, you read throughout the whole book and that's what it's happening is like you take in each page each day and it's like, it's literally just combining what, what Carl Jung said, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So you, um, and then we were going off of your painting and how you said that you were reading his book and stuff like that. And then you got into your melty paintings and that's, you did a lot of shadow work with your melty painting. That's the one I'm, I always love all your paintings, but that's the one that I was like, when I first met you, I was like, Oh my gosh, who is this lady? Oh, and it's so, so very strange. So I, a little yeah. history on those is that I did not, um, I was very much into spirituality and wanting to understand all about life and why we are here and who we are from the youngest age that I can remember. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I was very religious first, so very Jewish. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I got a little bit older, that veered off. Anyway, when I got even a little bit older, all of that completely went away as a kind of protective mechanism, I think, as a way to mm-hmm. fit in and um, just, you know, normal teenagery stuff. So I went from writing in yeah. journals every day from the time I was like seven, five or seven, and I still mm-hmm. have them all, to not writing at all. Yes. That's awesome. But I very... Oh, yeah, I got I you. didn't write anything. I, um, I, my outlet was drawing and I would draw mm-hmm. little things every night so it's kind of cool to look back in those journals and see the 
the distinction between like here is the writing and then here's where I'm starting to draw and write and then here's where I completely give up writing and go into drawing and that is the point like Mm -hmm. I can pinpoint it and say this is when I cut myself off from the spiritual side of myself that is very cool honestly like I have a couple of journals but I don't have them that far back so that's awesome and then going forward the like quote-unquote journal is just my paintings so I started doing the doodles of melty people probably a year or two after I stopped writing in journals. Maybe even less. Yeah. Like it, my brain just wanted to get these ideas out, even if I wouldn't fully consciously think of them. Um, and uh-huh. I have tons of sketches of them and then all through high school I learned a little bit more how to paint when I got out of high school I was certain I was going to be an artist and the only thing that I wanted to do was either portraits or I wanted to paint these these images that I had been journaling forever um and it it was still not something I was cognizant of why I was wanting to paint these images why I had cords on all of them and they would melt and it was just images that would pop in my head and I would not think with words. I had so cut off my, my verbiage in my mind. I Mm -hmm. like now I can hear a steady stream of words in my mind. There was a long time where that did not happen. I remember there being Mm. um, like radio in the background and songs that get stuck in your head, but otherwise it was just visuals. Mm -hmm. So I hmm. have so completely cut myself off. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so I get you. Looking back at these paintings, I I have so much more understanding of, of why I painted them, what they meant. But what I really love is what they mean to other people. Because even then, I could use it as a way to be oh, like, yeah. tell me what you think this is. And the ideas that people bring up I would be like yes that is it so it would almost be like a gateway for myself yeah. to hear somebody else verbalize what I didn't have words for oh I totally get that I totally understand that too that's why I'm like yeah and it, it wasn't that's what, that's it what wasn't was, until about yeah um my mid-20s um when I kind of allowed myself to bring words back into my mind and I was able to start understanding a little bit more about myself and then only very like in the last couple of years more recently been able to look at them and and see what my my teenage self and my early 20s self would not allow my conscious to to think it's like the things my subconscious was yelling at me about and that's that brings out the shadow part so here is Mm -hmm. the part of me that I I kept locked up in a little teeny, teeny box in psychology. It's called disassociation. And I'm very skilled at mm-hmm. it. Um, but it, I think with people with our backgrounds have very good, very, very, very good, good disassociative <laughs> so, yeah. skills. Um, yeah. And like anything too much is not good. Um, <laughs> I'm much better at it now. I can tell now when I am doing it. Mm-hmm. But I could not then. And it, some of those paintings are scary yeah. to look at. Some of them I look at and they just make me shudder and feel physically ill. And those are the things. Mm-hmm. Really? Dang. Because now, now I, now I, I know what that. they were. And now I know what it was trying to tell me mm-hmm. or what I was trying to tell me. So mm-hmm. when I want to do shadow work yeah. for myself, if for some crazy reason I'm having a great day or a great week and I, I can't think of anything that pisses me off, which is the the door to looking at shadow work. Then um, uh-huh. I can look up one of those paintings and and try to figure out what about it is making me physically ill. What about it makes me shudder? So there's one in particular of um, it's a girl in a fetal position, and she's surrounded by these cords. 
like not just surrounded by, but it's like buried in mm-hmm. roots. Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen this one. And this one, I I when I painted it, I felt like it was very comforting, like, like a, uh-huh. a child or a baby snuggling up in, in like a warm, comfy, protective thing. But now I look yeah. at it and, um, that's not protection and it's not comfortable or it is protection, but it's not comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Pushing your head so far under the sand that you don't have to deal with what's going on around you and putting so many blankets and pillows around yourself that the world can't touch you. Um, yeah. And so when I say that, it helps during these these times when you need to do shadow work is saying it out loud. First of all, it's helpful. So talking to somebody or just talking out loud to yourself and verbalizing it. And that does help to let some of that tension go in your body, but feeling where, where that kind of illness is held Uh and acknowledging it and saying, yes, I hear you. I see you and then giving it a little bit of apology and love and saying, I'm so sorry I held on to you this long and I'm sorry that I did that to you, even though you're talking to yourself Um, and be like, it's okay to let go now. And then you take a deep breath and you blow it out and you let it go. And then a good way to verify that that helped is, I look at the picture again and see if it still holds. Ooh, that's yeah. a good idea. Well, I like, I like that you have like a thing to go back to, to be, to see if you've actually moved through yeah. or not. And we can all do that know? with situations. Um, like if there's a person that you just have a really hard time with and you do that shadow work to figure out mm-hmm. why, and then you, yeah. next time you have to be in the same area as them, if that, emotion if that tension in your body has gone away and you know you did a pretty damn good job and you can pat yourself on the back yeah that's really good you make it sound so easy <laughs> i think <laughs> it's i think it's like painting where it. it's become yeah. easier but there are definitely times like this morning where for whatever reason i couldn't do it myself and i needed you to help yeah and you did yeah yeah, we definitely will move through stuff. Yeah, it was just, that's where another thing is, too. That's what I wanted to kind of say, too, is that there are other forms of shadow work. So shadow work um, for Katie is painting or journaling, however. you. Cause is there another form that you use besides painting? Because I think that's your I main form, it, obviously. But um, do you have another form at all? I think journaling is the most helpful for me now that I do have words back. I think painting is just the way that my body's like uh-huh. the, the path of least resistance. Um. Okay. Yeah. Because we all have that, really, you know. Um, so I that is like that's the one I was explaining that in our group, in our group, the mystic and the healer. Uh, we were talking about shadow work yesterday, and who and if anybody does shadow work and if anybody needed help with it, like what do you guys do? And my my main form is, um, and not everybody does this, and I have a couple other clients doing it like this. I think I have just one right now, um, where I journal first before I meditate. Um, and let everything out and it's non-judgmental about what happens and what comes out. Um, I don't, I don't really like to read back into it, but some people can read back just to kind of see what's up. But like, sometimes there's like pages that just are just flowing out and some things just need to come out, whether it's, what is it like, whether it's words or painting really, you know, just that just needs to come, even if it's just images, like you just had, you only had images for so long that sometimes just those images need to come out. So um, with that, with some, like journaling is such a huge thing, but you have to journal the right way too. Like with me and Katie, I know that Katie is non-judgmental about what comes out because she knows she's releasing it. Um, So that's what people realize. They get really, really scared about what's going to come out um, in their journal. And that's why I always suggest getting like a really cheap journal and getting your shadow work done, but then not looking back at it. And you can even burn it. That's another way of releasing your journal. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a little witchcraft. I'm always going to, I'm always going to sew in a little witchcraft with everything. You know that, uh, <laughs> I love burning stuff. Um, yeah, it's like my favorite thing on the planet anyway. Um, you know that about me, but, um, I don't know what it is about that, but I just do, but it's just, it's another, like, that's another form, like, and you can even use bay leaves as something, yeah. um, I've heard of uh-uh. this spell, bay leaf spells at all. I just did this for a client, this, um, this last, cause she needed something for her, um, for her past loved one. She needed like something more tangible that she knew that something was going to go to him. So I, um, like I had her write, I love you on the bay leaf and then she burned it. And so she can actually visualize Aww. the smoke going and going up to him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, isn't that cute? I know. I was like, I hadn't pulled out my bay leaves in years. And I'm like, oh, I need to get my bay leaves out for this. Like this cooking reading. bay leaves? Um, and I totally should have cool. Yeah, cooking bay leaves. Full-on cooking bay leaves. Yeah, not okay. like the like crumbled the ones. ones. They have to be the whole ones. <laughs> okay. That makes it easier. Yeah, for soup. Yeah, the ones you have to take out. So the one for soup. Um, what you can do is, um, like, what she did was, like, she wrote I love you. And then she burned it in the candle. And because she, because a lot of us need to see something, you know, like in order to believe it and that's just like what society we have what we're in um so that's a very like she knew I told her she knew that she was saying I love you and he could hear it but she liked that smoke going up to him and like it was something that was releasing and she can say it and it'd be like so you can actually write a little like something that you want to release like a stress or like or if you want to find guidance or something like you can even write like um I'm trying to think of something like something little like I'm sorry I was embarrassed about this or I was sorry I wasn't you know what I'm saying not like sorry like I'm yeah. sorry that I was like to God yeah but sorry to myself like how you're saying it um but write on the bay leaf and then just burn it so you know that you are releasing it you can also do that with with if you don't want to have a journal so because a lot of moms don't camp journals for some reason um because they're afraid their kids are going to come in and, like read their journals which I understand so I always suggest moms like just write on a piece of paper and then burning that piece of paper. So then you can actually see it being released kind of thing. There's a lot of releasing with like the smoke with a lot of things. And people don't realize that like, like when you, know, yeah. when you see like all the breakups, <laughs> like people are burning their stuff. Like that's a thing of, that's a yes. form of releasing, you know, like it, we look like we're crazy, but they're actually like, I think they're doing the fantastic job of releasing right. whatever they and need to release. You know, what I'm you know, you they're not with manifesting also yes. where you write what you want on a piece of paper mm-hmm. And then half of the, yeah, the the ritual for for manifestation is letting it go, and sometimes that's really hard to let it go. So that helps to yeah, burn it. Yeah, and you can do that on a bay leaf as well cool. too. You can totally do that on bay leaf as well. So bay leaf is very bay leaf spells are very much like however you want to make them, you know. So that's why I, it's a very very simple thing for anybody to pretty much do is a bay leaf spell. Um, cause it's very much like a burning a piece of paper. It's just a leaf, you know, it's just a piece of nature pretty much, you know, or you can even get like a, like one of those, Oh, that's even a good idea. How about, you know, one of those yeah. like fall leaves or they're really huge. You can even like write on those like that are almost that are Cause you can even like, that's a great one. That's a good one. That's another one. Um, yeah. So you can, cause you can, cause those ones, those are really tough leaves. You can take a pen and write a whole bunch of stuff on that thing. And without it, like, until it's, like, until it's dry, then it, like, crumbles up. But you can even squish that leaf when it's yes. all dry and, like, look at all the crumbles. And, like, you just, like, you, like, pulverized it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, even that physical, like, like, it doesn't even have to be smoke, but it can be a physical release by, like, crushing with your hands, you know, because you have that power okay. over it. You know what I'm saying? With your hands. And you're doing that, like, physically with it. Um, another form of shadow work I have done, which is very, very powerful, which is I, people don't realize this is actually another form yeah. of shadow work would be exercise. Um, yeah. People don't realize that like self-care is self-care is shadow work in itself. I feel like a lot of times, but there's some things that we have to like turn, we have to turn the light on to look at it. But with certain things that I've had to move through, I've had to do a big, like, I know it sounds really crazy, but there's a lot of shadow work when I do a lot of working out, but I can't <laughs> be with other people. Like, like I know it's not I know I was just telling you of hiking and stuff I live not in the middle of nowhere um I can go hiking around my house but um I have to look out for mountain lions and stuff but that's it's very cathartic for me like that's something that's like when I'm hiking and I'm by myself if I have a dog that's totally fine too um usually I like having a big dog with me but I don't have a big dog right now but if I'm by myself then I don't know I can get through my emotions a lot easier you know and I can get through my thought process a lot either. I have no idea. I don't I guess it's just the chemicals behind like the breathing. And I think it's because I don't have very much earth in my chart and I don't have a lot of air in my astrology chart that I think that just yeah. helps 
balancing out. Does that make sense? And also I have my, my son in the fifth house, meaning that I need like a ton of exercise, which I don't, I never do. I'm a cancer. And it's like, I'm not, I like, I'm supposed to be doing it. I feel a lot better when I do it, but I just don't do it. So, you know, Oh yeah. I think everybody is. I just like, it's the time I get it. It's the effort. Um, I always, I can, the thing is like, that's one thing I do come back to is one, like meditation is really hard for me to be honest. It is really hard for me to do. Um, cause I'm pretty, I'm, my like mind's going like a million miles a minute, you know that? Um, oh yeah, totally. It's so bad. <laughs> and, and that's the thing is that hiking will actually calm me down. And it's like, duh. Cause it's like one of those things that's like literally evens you out. Like all the chemicals and all the hormones get evened out when you're working out and stuff like that. It's just if you're doing it too much, then you're yeah. depleting your I body. I think that's the stuff, same with but, painting. Is um, that's why it's easier because you're what, like half of your yeah. your mind and your body is focused on something else. So it, it's like it it opens up something. the door that would have yeah. otherwise had energy taken to keep closed shut. Um, so it's, yeah, that's why a lot of people don't realize that they can get like messages through like right. just washing dishes because they're preoccupied. You know what I'm saying? Because there's like a that water, like, it's not, it doesn't have to be water. Or even, like, when you're driving, like, I have, like, my spirit guides coming to me all the time when I'm driving. Just I'm being preoccupied with, like, driving and my body's having to do something mm-hmm. so my mind doesn't have to, like, think so hard. It's, like, autopilot. That's when, like, and people don't realize it's okay to go into autopilot, especially if you go into a thought. I think it's great. Like, you know, what is it? That's another form of shadow work as well when you, like, start going in, like, deep diving into, I don't know, do you ever do that? Do you ever deep dive into, like, a situation that's happened? And just like explore like every turn, every like stone that wasn't well, turned in that situation at all, or no? Learned how not to do that because of the negative. Okay. Um, it, it's yes. easy to <laughs> to go from being thoughtful and reflective to ruminating, and that just sends you down yes. this yeah. deep hole, and that can lead to depression and anxiety yeah. because it's so important to stay right in this moment because if you're thinking about yes. stuff too much like that that's in the past yeah. or something that could happen then you're not you're you're thinking yeah. about a world that doesn't even exist anymore or it hasn't yet and your your body feels that so yeah exactly. I was doing that way too much oh yeah and I have a problem with that it's, I meant like in an observating way but I can't do it very often. It's it's a very rare okay, occasion so I can do this. Then Some people can do it very well, but I, I can't was do it doing very well. That yeah, <laughs> nonstop and yeah, it was. No, I do it still. I still when do I was it. First, like, like recognizing yeah, it, it. Um, that that was even a thing. I tried counting like how many times a day I would find myself more like ruminating and thinking of stuff, and it was much much easier for me to figure out mm-hmm. the times a day that I wasn't doing that. Because it was so much like that was my baseline was oh. to be doing that. Yeah, that's a like my baseline is sort of like that, which I mean, I get out of it, which I have my good days and bad days. But I think everybody has. Yeah. But you know me, I'm a very emotional person. So like, I think I'm a different person. I'm definitely on a totally different spectrum when it comes to certain people. Um, so don't, don't worry, guys. <laughs> I'm a different, totally different person when it comes to that. But um yeah, but I think it's, uh, yes, like, I even thought about, I don't know, I can, I always think about doing that, and I always forget, but that's a really good one to think about, it's, like, going back to, like, counting, like, what you do say to yourself, and how do you say it to yourself, and stuff like that, and that's a form, I think, a form of shadow work, a little bit, a, a little bit, not too much, but a little bit, because then you're kind of, right. like, why did I say that to myself, kind and of thing. And, like, just stopping yourself. Yeah. And being, like, that is not helpful, or necessary. Exactly. And do you know who my brother, my, my brother got, he's like 100%. He's my twin brother. And he is like literally doing that. And like, like the embodiment of like, like he knows that there's shadow work involved and he knows that there's darkness, but he, it's not that he's like the over positive guy. He's, he's like me, but he, he knows that like, if I go, if I start thinking a certain Mm -hmm. way, then I'm going to go down a, I'm going to go down a hole. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's like ignoring the fact but he knows that he can't do certain things in order to like get he knows that certain things will not get him out of a hole in a way and that's the same um my therapist taught me this and I love her so much for this is that you can always just throw yourself a a ladder like if you get into a ruminating spiral and you like can tell that you're in it throw yourself down 
and crawl out of it. And you can throw yourself as many ladders as you Aww, need to. And so, so if you jump from like one hole to another hole to another hole to Aww. another hole, just keep giving yourself the ladders until it seems like a a normal thing. Me too. That that helped a lot. Just I love that. Bit. Your therapist is very visual. I like that. God, like, she's, she's just very, so like, good at like very very visual working with people to figure out how they think Everything. and then um, helping them that way. I strongly suggest her. I'll put her name somewhere. She's awesome. Sounds amazing. Um, and that's a that's a good thing to do too as well. Oh yeah, I wanted to bring that up too. Readings are yes. a form of shadow work. So that's what Katie did today. <laughs> I, I gave her like a sort of. Like, I don't know. Like, when it comes to psychics, it's, like, different. We're, like, doctors and doctors talking to each other. Yeah. Like, like, you don't have to explain it. What does this mean? (laughs) It's very, like, straight to the point. Yeah. That's the cool part. Like, I'm not saying, like, I love explaining that stuff. But it's it's a totally different tone when it comes to, like, talking to another psychic. Um, Especially the one that, like, knows something like you do. Um, Like, I don't have to. I can be, like, oh, well, the tires are spinning. This is what's going on. And you're, like, okay, that makes sense with this. Or, but then I can kind of clarify it and be, like, I think this is toward this thing. And, you know, so, and that's where a lot of things, like, especially with therapy, therapy is amazing with tools, but it's not 100% like, like, um, it can't really, it, it helps you find the point, but sometimes you just really need a, a yeah. point to focus on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what readings can do too. So like some things like I know with you, you've told me what not to focus on before. And you're like, okay, you don't do that because of the fact that this is what's going to happen to you. And, and I already know too. And you're like, no, we're not doing that. And not right now kind of thing. But then also with readings, I've even put in like, Hey, this is what you do need to focus on and even put a new perspective on emotion to work on with your therapist. And I'm not saying I'm a therapist or anything, but there's just points that they can't always know because they're not psychic. Yeah. They probably a lot of them just are, don't but, realize it, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, like I remember with the, like when I was working in healthcare, like all the people upstairs, that's we, all the psychic people were, the psychiatry people were upstairs. Um, and they were all Pisces. It seemed like, like, I'm like, how are you all Pisces? I don't get it. <laughs> like it was insane, but it just seemed like everybody was a Pisces were, that they were working with usually, but that's kind of a normal thing for, yeah. Um, but I always like that kind of stuff. You know, like, <laughs> what, what's your job and what's your sign? Like, I'm always like I'm I, that was like my favorite thing when I was working with like a 40 people in a day and and like t- like yeah about 40 people probably 40 to 60 people in a day um I would at the most and I would talk to them and literally all the tortoises <laughs> would come in together like little cows and a little herd but they would be the, that would be the best day on the planet because you because they would just sit there and wait and they were just amazing they were just eating their grass just kind of hanging out and waiting there and just talking to each other and then there would be like the Aries day where you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna kill myself but not not joking about that, but you're like, oh my gosh, these people, these, I'm not saying I love Aries, but they're just like, so they want to get very dramatic, up, you know, like, it's very dramatic sometimes, which I understand because I have my North Node in Aries, which I get it. Um, but it can, they can be kind of dramatic and same thing with Scorpio, the opposite side. Of, well, no, they're not the opposite side, but they're the opposite side of one over. They're kind of dramatic too, because they're ruled by Mars as well. It's kind of weird how it's like hmm. almost an opposite sign shares. Because it's the opposite sign of Aries is Libra, but Scorpio is one over. That's kind of weird. Mars is very, very heavy in everybody's charts. Um, oh, I but where were we going? To, totally to lost. I comment that another reason why it's really helpful to talk to you is because I have complete faith in what you're saying. And I think that's really oh. important mm-hmm. also because I don't have to spend the time to like, to be like, eh, really? Because sometimes. Sometimes you play yeah, exactly. a really good therapist it. because they they don't know you have to take that time to like to look at it yourself and, and compare and contrast and be like, is that really toward for me? And that that is helpful to yeah. you in and of itself. But if you just need to like get out of a an issue, um, trusting the person you're talking to is Yeah. No, it just makes and it doesn't it have to be a psychic than... either, like at all. It just who who the non the non judgment. Yeah, it does make it easier for sure. Because <laughs> that you're paying me to be non judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is great. Which I'm already like that in general. Like, I, already, like I'm like you can you do you. You're not hurting anybody. We love you so much, kind of thing. Just very woohoo about that. But uh, having like that that in itself, like, is very like 
cathartic having just a person. No. It doesn't have to be no, a, right. a professional I mean, capacity just having at all. To talk to is always good. Yeah. The support system, how our therapists always say, it's support systems. Yeah. So it's just There's yeah. One I'm other like, thing I wrote down. Else, should I think of what else? Um, but what you were saying earlier. Okay. So you had mentioned um, that like physically doing something sometimes makes it seem more real. And do you remember saying that it was like ten? Oh yeah. yeah, like like um like well, when I was I had actually been thinking a lot about just yeah. that one topic this weekend, like a lot, oddly. And um mm-hmm. I I think that too. So as somebody who went a very long time without having any spirituality um or religion or anything like that, it's been hard for me to start back into doing rituals and and things more physically I'm more comfortable with doing it in my head but mm-hmm. but they're just as good in your head too people don't realize that I feel yeah. like you just have to yes. put your mind but like the right are, way I feel like but we are go ahead. energy in a physical body right like we're so and our body is energy too but yes regardless putting those two aspects together yes it just feels like it it makes it more present because the physical aspect can be time stamped. Yes. So the energetic one, we technically have yeah. created time as people and animals, right? Time's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. But what makes it a real thing is the physical no, aspect yeah. of our existence. And you know, you can see time on something mm-hmm. decaying or something being born or something living. You can see the timestamp of lighting a candle or blowing out a candle. And it helps connect that energetic mm-hmm. aspect of our being with the physical when when we pull mm-hmm. in the the time <laughs> with it. Um, and I, I I don't think it matters culturally yeah. or not. I think that's just a part of us being physical beings. We can do it without time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, I know exactly what you're trying to, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking like what popped in my head when you were saying that it's like, um, mm-hmm. when we want to remember something, we try to use two senses, right? So it's kind of like in that sense, like almost, I think I'm going way off, but I'm kind of like, it kind of yeah. sticks a little bit better when we have two things going on with your timestamp like the physical, like physical realm, this physical realm situation happening, like blowing out a candle, the timestamp. And then the fact that you are doing something on the other side as well, the shadow work or whatever energy work you're doing um, at the same time. So it kind of brings those two senses together. And then also then you can remember it and there's a timestamp. And then mm-hmm. also there's a time of releasing and that allowance too. And then um, you can look back at the time. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely a part of it. No, or no. Um, just because us okay. as as okay and like when we're in our conscious or in our, in our subconscious when we're in our imagination the only thing that exists is energy in our imagination we can do anything in our minds but sometimes that gets lost because it's so vast and so it it will still work or yeah. you're still doing whatever you're doing regardless if you remember it or not but if you do have something physical to add to it it's like an anchor for us while we're in our physical forms to to remember it more by and then yeah it's so helpful to have a reminder um, yeah especially on days where you are like more depressed or or more sad and you like just can't get back to that mm-hmm. feeling of flow and peace um so having that time stamp to look back on or you know how um muscle memory like when you're driving and you're on autopilot and your body mm-hmm. just does it naturally. So putting yourself into like a positive autopilot mm-hmm. by doing something physically that your body's just used to doing, like exercising sometimes too. Mm-hmm. It, like that physical action also mm-hmm. brings out that positive yeah. energetic reaction too. 
And that's probably why I do mm-hmm. so well, like working out and doing shadow work together. Um, Cause it's a, it's a physical thing. Like, um, like with journaling, you don't really have, I mean, you do have that timestamp, but there's not a lot of like happening. Kind of, I like the realm. part about journaling where lot, you, right? you start with a blank page and you, as you're writing, you can see that page filling up. And when yeah. you're done, the page is full and you can remember back to when that page was empty. And so that, but that's just for me as a super visual person. Mm-hmm. So if you're more physical and more tactile, then yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, I just, I think we're, because me and you are on a totally different, I think me and you, we are very, very similar, but we think on a, we think kind yeah, of, we're different people. the way we release things is totally different, I think. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, we're very different. I know, I'm not oh, really? Twin. Like, <laughs> I'm just joking. What? There's no way. I want to have a twin. There's no way. You have to be. I'm just joking. Um, It's, it's not as, it's it's cool, but it's not as like, when you have a twin brother, it's like having a brother that's the same age as you. Does that make sense? It's really not like, like me and him have that like psychic connection a little bit. Like, I don't know how this, it's been, it's been a long time because me and him like don't talk very often because we're being adults, you know, the regular thing. Um, But I don't know. It just wasn't. I was going, I totally forgot what I was going to say, but it's not like we have like the psychic thing. It just feels like you have a brother. It's not like we, we didn't, we weren't one person in the cell split. There was two cells that got inseminated, you know, um, and two eggs that got inseminated didn't split. So we don't have that like sharing of the DNA status. We and people, I don't think people like realize that. Like, there's no sharing of DNA. Like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying we, we still have a very special connection. It is definitely different. I don't, but I don't know any other, okay, yeah. I don't know any other connection <laughs> because I don't have any other brothers or sisters. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's like, I have like, so I have like a cousin that I feel like I'm even closer yeah. to, but, but it's a female kind of a connection though. Does that make sense? So right. like I can talk to my brother about a lot of things, but he's also a dude, you know? So it's like, he's not going to know like about certain things. <laughs> You know, like he's, he can be there and be very empathetic. Yes. But he's not going to like know everything about being a woman, yeah. like, like you and like my cousin would know, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what's going on. And you're like, okay, I get it. Like, you'd be like, what the heck is going on? I don't get you. So it's just so funny. Like, like the spirituality thing, like he's very Christian. Woo-hoo. I'm very woohoo. Like I'm very, very spiritual. Like I'm very all about it. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. I don't like saying like spiritual but I like saying like new age because I don't like you know me I don't like getting a name to something because yeah. I feel like I mean you're if a, it's too big then I don't think it deserves a name psychic um, reader so that's just spiritual how sounds it. pretty appropriate yeah yeah spiritual so that's just where I'm that's where I'm at but he's very much about his faith and the the, mm-hmm. the god aspect so that's where we have a very different view on things um but we are yeah. we're obviously very philosophical though both of us share that, but we just, we have, we have to, two different faiths, you know, but he's understanding of mine, but doesn't understand like what I could just release my stuff to anybody. Like he, you know, but, but I do like that. He has a very grounded aspect to um, a faith mm-hmm. that's very overrun by people that know a lot of things about it. <laughs> so he's taking his own. Which I love it when people take the original religion <laughs> and make it their own. I love it. I don't care who you are, like <laughs> you know? Like, I, I kind of, I don't mind until they get, until scary. They get really scary. Like, I'm like, oh, that is so cool. Like, you know, say, like that, they do get scary. But I mean, like, there's, a, I bet there's gotta be so I many cults so. out there that people are just having a great time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I hope, I really, I have, I have this strong feeling there is, okay? I, I have to believe that because I, I do believe in like, I don't believe in like one being a prophet, but I believe in like a collective of people believing in the same thing and like coexisting with each other kind of thing. Uh, very like yurt status <laughs> very spiritual in that sense I guess <laughs> like compound so status. if anybody <laughs> knows of a cult that's not <laughs> malicious but yeah that's please let us know we want to we want to understand more about it it's scary <laughs> yes <laughs> but guess what okay this is a funny thing I because I was watching the Waco yeah. um the Waco show the Waco one the Waco you know what I'm talking about it was, it's on Netflix um, it was a wake. It's it was a little cult. I don't know. And it was in Waco, in Waco, Texas. Um, and they did a document. Not it was like a, just a show about it. Like they did like their perspective on it. And I don't know why I never thought about like cults. Yeah. Like they don't realize they're doing anything bad. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, it's not like it's bad. And then also with any religion, it starts as a cult. Like if it's under a certain, it's all, it always starts as a cult because of the fact that it was, look at Jesus and his little tiny followers right. before he died. You know, so he didn't have that many people following him, you know, like he had, he had a legit cult before he like le- legit, like Christianity was a yeah. full on cult before it was Christianity. So, so I think that's funny that we have cult as a bad word, like but I don't cult. know where I'm getting into cults, but, but it's like, a cult. that one's interesting though. That one's, I think, huh? It is. Yeah, but I mean, it's so funny. Like, I just, I never thought about the perspective of other people, which, like, them, they're like, I'm not doing anything bad. But then the, then everybody else is like, no, you're being yeah. really bad. And it's like, who, who's being the wrong one? I mean, one when here? they get to the point you of, know, like, but killing you know, people and if not doing anything. bad stuff, sure. And at that point, maybe the person yeah, who's in charge is kind of not a good yeah. person. But yeah, I mean, like, we're, none of us are archetypes. Yes. Clearly. Yes. When it you gets know, to that point, there, there's a lot more to it but no no yeah like I I remember like there was like one thing I don't know why we're getting to God but this is the last thing my husband I I posted something about like my abilities are Mm -hmm. God-given but I don't believe it's like God-given I was born with them correct but he's like do you really believe that God gave you these abilities I go well I was born with them so someone had given them to me like somehow like and he like looked he sounded like it and he he just didn't like the fact that like God had given me abilities because that was going against like yeah. what he was yeah. taught that God doesn't give people special abilities really, you know? So I'm like, no, it's not, it's not a God thing. I don't, I don't think of it as God. I do think of God as like a higher source and it, it, he's a thing up there. I don't know what it is. It's a huge thing that we, we're all tapped into, but I am born with it. So I'm like, that's how it had explained. I'm like, if I was born with it and I've always been like this, then someone had to give this stuff to me. <laughs> like somehow you know it wasn't just like built one all of a sudden like for me at least like and for you as well I think because we we've been so spiritual for so yeah, long I can that, that we were born like this kind of thing uh that's yeah. why we're awesome oh we're getting way off subject I'm so sorry <laughs> you were so good all right Katie we're doing no, good so except we're they have to already. pee that's always the alarm like it's like 10 seconds <laughs> I don't need to. That's me too. So I think it's like the universe saying, okay, you guys are done. You have to pee now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's do our closing. Um, did you, how, I forgot how we do closings now. Oh, wait, wait. This is our second one. So I like quotes. Hold on. I was just looking at one. Wait, wait. Oh, I, I like made it go quote, away. Yes. Hold on. It was. It's okay. Oh, and um, we do now have a Facebook. Um, what do we have? It's a Facebook group. Uh, Facebook group that is um, just for this stuff is pretty much just talking about whatever, um, kind of being in our energy. Um, we do lives on there as well. It's called Mystic and the Healer, just like it's called, pronounced on the podcast. Um, we have a good amount of we already have a good amount of people already i was really surprised like it grew pretty quickly um and then we have a podcast once a week and then we'll actually we start we're doing lives as well too within the group and within my profile on facebook and i'm nicole man um or you can find me under nicole man or you can find me under manzi and the mystic and then you can also find katie under Catherine blackwell um and then her her profile is shadow works perfect shadow work portraits as well so that's how you can find us and then you can also find our group uh the mystic and the and healer ending quote for the, the same day, as the the podcast happiness can be found even in the darkest of times Yay. if one only remembers to turn on the light thank you harry potter oh. i do love you <laughs> i love that i was like that was sounds so familiar <laughs> i don't remember so which book which one is that what book it's is that one, one of the earlier ones i'm trying to remember all right we'll talk to, we're going to talk to you guys next week and we'll um and then these podcasts should be going up on apple here soon within a couple of days after we post them on anchor so we'll you guys will be seeing those on Bye. apple ipods very very soon like okay hey this is katie blackwell with shadow uh, portraits and this is nicole man with man's mean a mystic and this and is we're- adorable oh sorry it's so cute should we say the title first and then us or should we do the us oh yeah the title i like uh wait wait, let's try it hi my name's black wait that's wrong (laughs) 
My name's Splat. <laughs> Sorry. Hi. My name's Katie Blackwell. I'm the I... healer of Mystic and the healer. Nope. All right, your turn. Okay. <laughs>